if you're the kind of dad who just has to have the Halloween house on your block, you know what I'm talking about. Inflatable zombie, giant furry spider, fake cemetery with tombstones of failed political careers, then this is the podcast for you. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We are the podcast celebrating dad, wherever dad may live, whatever dad may do. Welcome to season number eight, episode number six, calling this one Fight for Your Right to Daddy, because we have Jeff Fiennes, also known as Mr. Boo Daddy. He is a music producer for kids music, known as the Beastie Boys for Babies music producer, so that should be a lot of fun. He's got a new album that just dropped about a week ago, available on all of the streaming music services. It's called Daddy Skeleton. So we're going to learn a little bit about Jeff. We're going to learn a little bit more about that album a little later on in the show. Hey, my name is Adam D. Right now, it is my great pleasure to introduce my good friend and podcasting partner. He is a guy who will not give pennies to the trick-or-treaters. No, no, no. He may give some life advice for teens to them, because that is his gift to humanity, and his name is Coach Randy. Hello, Coach! Hello, Adam D. How are you? I'm doing fine. I think we're all a little, little run down. You know, the, the fall is a very, very busy season for our kids, oh, and for our professional busy. lives, but uh, we keep kicking with this podcast, because we uh, we care very much about our listeners. I know, and we, we did take a week break. That's all right. You know, but that was all right, because we're so busy, and you're in the pit, and... I got softball. No, people say else. I'm in the pit. I don't want people to think like I'm a cage fighter doing <laughs> Fight Club. I'm doing pit crew for my kids' marching band. You know, so uh, we took the break, but you know what? We're, we're back and better than ever. I think you know a week to refresh. Oh, not a bad, not a bad way to go. The reset button. The reset yeah, button. Yeah, it's all, all good. We, we call it a mental health week. <laughs> yeah, we need, we need a mental health break because boy, what a crazy life it's been. Stuff going on. So it's so nice to see you here in the den, Adam D. Good to be here. Yeah, um, things are good. Good week. Good week. You know, it's like I said, it's it's been crazy, right? So we're trying to balance work mm-hmm. with our families. And last week was interesting. So, Coach, you mentioned my pit crew responsibilities yes. with marching. So last Saturday, my son's band, this is the West Orange High School, New Jersey marching band, the Marching Mountaineers, mm-hmm. who ju- just keep winning all of these invitationals. They just go and they sweep categories. Last night, we swept all categories, not just in our division, but like best in show, for all of the different categories, music and stage setup and execution. I, I got to be honest, you know, I've been involved with softball for a long time in this town and everything else. Yeah. I wonder what it's like to be good at something and always win. <laughs> well, if you have, you have a kid in this town who's interested in music and marching, it, it really is like a competitive sport. It's not like, it is a competitive it, it sport. Is. And and you know what I love about marching man is nobody sits the bench. Well. Uh, you've heard that from me. My dad used to tell me that all the time. Yeah, everybody is responsible <laughs> yeah. for making the show great, yeah. including the parents, apparently. Yeah. Yes. So it's a lot of hauling. So I had a major bad to the dad moment last weekend. Yeah. So we had a Friday. I think we had a Friday. No, we didn't have a Friday night game, but we had a competition yeah. locally. So here's the thing. It was my nephew's bar mitzvah up in Westchester County. Yes. We live in northern New Jersey. Yes. So it's about an hour or so mm-hmm. without traffic to get mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. So Friday Friday night, we go up for the family dinner. Yeah. And then the next morning are services. Mm-hmm. So we're in our suits. We go to the service. 12 noon. I pack Aiden up. We drive back home. Back home. <laughs> so he can go to rehearsal and uh-huh. I could do pit crew. Yeah. All right. So we're out of our suits now. Mm-hmm. I'm in my long sleeve shirt and shorts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Loading up the 18 wheeler yeah. with all of the marching band gear. Yeah. Okay. We go to the competition. The uh, performance is not until 7.45. Oh, so yeah, they're early just to make sure you're there in plenty of time. Absolutely. The performance goes on. It's a 15 minute situation. We come off. Mm-hmm. I grab Aiden. I said, we got to get to that party. We go back up to Westchester. Look at that. We're in our band gear, right? Sweating, hairs yes. pointed in every Everybody. different direction. Uh-huh. Fortunately, my, my beautiful wife, Michelle, always the brains of the operation. Yeah. She says, I'll have your suits oh. raring to go at the country club. Mm-hmm. 
We switch out our gear, and at 9.15, 9.20, we roll into the party. There you go. Look at that. Up, down, up. And what a good, what a good dad. That is a bad dad. And you know what? I don't know if I'm such a good dad. I don't know if I'm such a good brother, uncle, and and Your combination of all that. But I said, we got to make this work because, you know, band is a major commitment. And they told us, you yeah, know, it is Labor Day to Halloween. Yes, you got to be all in. Yeah. So I'm learning that that very quickly. But you know, our our decision making process was who do we want to piss off less, <laughs> my mom and my brother, yes, or the band director. And, and so we said we can appease both parties. Yeah. And not miss much of anything. Yeah. Unfortunately, the weather held out. Thank you, traffic gods, for yes. getting back up to Westchester, which. Is always a crapshoot because yeah, you have you this know. Tappan Zee Mario yeah. Cuomo bridge, yes. which you never know. You know either way, but we made it happen. Mazel so tov. Very happy about that. And then uh, my daughter's been applying to colleges. And what? She just got into her first college. Congratulations, Mazel tov. Great Temple University. Yeah. I, I We got her a card and a Kit Kat bar that said, <laughs> Go Owls, maybe. Go Owls. Maybe. maybe. We don't know because hey. she hasn't even visited the school. Well, the so good we'll thing check is, that is, out. It's like, you know, at least you got an option. So whatever stress and pressure comes on, there's just this... We know she will be a matriculating student yes. at a four-year accredited university yes, somewhere. And it, it could be Temple, so congratulations to Boo Boo Perry. There you go. Peace, Jan. And, but comedy of errors. So now I can tell the story because she's gotten into a school. Yeah. So she's doing this thing called the Common App, and dad's parents out there... Which is a much have, better thing than we had to go through because Common App usually hits multiple schools at one time. It's a universal application yeah. process with nuances for each school. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do a supplemental application for the school, yep. but for the most part, it's like you have to go to constantly have to fill out the same application over and over and over again. So there's a and we have Perry's yeah. doing everything. Yeah. You know, she's done her essay, she's yeah. loaded her grades, yeah. her standardized testing BS scores. Yeah. So you know, I you know how I feel yes, about these. That's correct. Things. So she's doing everything. She's doing all the uploading. She's doing the due diligence, the measuring twice, yeah. and, and cutting once. So, comedy of errors, she uh, wanted to apply to UMass. This is mm-hmm. UMass and Amherst. Amherst. This is the Minutemen. We're actually going to go visit that school. I, th- I think you'll get a lot out of that, yeah. that visit. I yeah. think we're all trying to go together right, yeah. To, yeah. to see what that's all about. So, she accidentally applies to UMass Boston. Oh. <laughs> because, I don't know if it was her not paying attention, or there's a design flaw in the Common App where certain... Words are cut off. Yeah. And there's a lot of UMasses. Yeah. And they only have so many characters, characters yeah. in the line for each school. So right. you have UMass Amherst, UMass Boston, UMass yeah. Lowell, and I'm yeah. sure there's several other UMasses throughout the fine Commonwealth yes. of yeah. Massachusetts. So she applies and she goes, All right, just apply to UMass. I said, You just applied to UMass Boston. And she goes, Oh crap, I just spent eighty dollars on an application <laughs> to UMass Boston. She just, she just spent Yes, she exactly. Just... She as in me. <laughs> you, you just spent. That's right. That's like when she says, my car, yes. but it's really my car. Yes, and right. I'm, yes. I'm paying for it and, and gas, etc. So we said, all right, look, it, it happens. Mm-hmm. Now you got to apply it to mm-hmm. UMass. Mm-hmm. And then as I'm going to get the mail, I'm chuckling to myself, like, wouldn't it be funny if she gets in and goes there? <laughs> and lo and behold, I go to the mailbox. There's a postcard for UMass Boston. <laughs> That same day yes. that she applied. Yeah. And I go back into the house and I go, hand it to her and say, go Beacons. Go Beacons. That's their mascot. Yeah. Go Beacons. There you go. So now every time we joke about UMass, I raise my hand and I go, go, go Beacons. Beacons. Well, we should ask them to sponsor. <laughs> well, that's been quite a good week. I'm glad to hear it. Now, you had said that you were going to focus on cooking. This is like your new thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? So I've been asking the, the listeners to send me recipes. And to be honest with you... These recipes are great that you're sending me. I don't think anything's terribly exotic, and that and that's fine. So I actually did a little research on my own, like on Google. Mm-hmm. I went to Men's Health. I said Men's Health recipes because they're yeah. always coming up with recipes yeah. to make you stronger, to make you more fit, to lose yeah. weight. And I do this Google search, you know, Men's Health recipes, and what's coming up? Here's a recipe where you eat two eggs, a carrot, and an eggplant, and your penis will grow three times the size it is now, which is a wonderful offer. Oh my gosh! But this is this is. This is not what I was actually. Have you thought about for. your penis growing three times the size? I mean, I don't know if I needed to grow three times that size. It's good to know that that if I have a carrot and two eggs and an eggplant, the possibility of that this this magical growth is, is formula. Is it the eggplant piece? You think the uh, the eggplant? I think right? that that's you know a little propaganda. Okay. 
Because <laughs> I think about the emoji. The, I do, and I'm thinking, you know, that's that's the emoji, right? That's the emoji for, for, for the male member. For the male member with little little water squirt. At yeah. The end. Yes. So I'm like, I just I just want a recipe that you know is delicious, is tasty, might make me healthy. But everything you you Google about men's health mm -hmm. and food always reverts back to the penis. The penis. Well, Freud would say, you know, that's what's on a man's mind. Uh, I've been teaching that in class, my graduate class. Is that right? Class, yes. You know what's on my mind? Couscous. Yes. Well, I got to say something. So. I have an idea for you. Uh, uh, this past week, uh, my Jess and I just celebrated our 20th anniversary, right? Congratulations, Thank guys. you. Thank yeah, you so much. I Facebooked it up and down and left and right. I got to tell you. You got to do it on the podcast. Yeah, no. So, um, first of all, my wife is amazing. She makes this post on Facebook that she's such an amazing writer. She, she really has got an incredible gift. She's got over 200 likes for this little poem she wrote about me. And it's not Would even, you like to do a dramatic reading right now? I mean, it's just—I mean, I, I could do it, but maybe at the end, maybe at the at the, at the end block, oh, we'll okay. see. Okay, that's we'll see that'll be a see. great treat for our yeah, listeners, right? Okay. Um, and so uh, we go to this restaurant, uh, season fifty-two, yeah. which is if you have never heard of it, you want to go. I'm, shout out, they're not a sponsor. Really great. It's, it's season fifty-two. I think they're pretty much all all over the country. They, they are right? over the country, and uh, so we get there, and it's good food. It's healthy food. Yeah. And it's an autumn menu, right? So pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice, and but so I go off the board, right? Butternut squash soup. Okay, not eggplant, of course. Not eggplant, squash, but butter soup. squash new, uh, soup. I want to give you that that idea. All right, I think you might even be able to find the recipe. Yeah, I want you to make butternut squash soup. It was delicious. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it for your family and my family. It was family. delicious. And, I, and I'm not a big fan, I, but I decided to go off the board because okay. it had that little, one of our favorites, right? Yeah. So the reason why I bring that up is I'm going to engage in a new kind of experiment. For me, you're going into cooking. Yeah. I'm going into infused bourbons. Infused bourbon. Now that's yes. hard work. It so, is hard work. So, so tell us what inspired this. So we're at Season 52 and it's Autumn Drinks. They have this cinnamon apple infused bourbon drink. Cinnamon apple infused bourbon. Wow. And did they describe it in the menu? Well, it was Jefferson. It was apple, ah, okay. cinnamon. It's Jefferson bourbon. Yeah. Yep. Uh, apple, cinnamon, and some kind of bitters. And uh -huh. so I'm like, ooh, that sounds tasty. I could have gone with a Manhattan. But uh -huh. again, I wanted to try something new. It was delicious. Yeah. How it many is, did you have, Coach? I had two. Uh -huh. I had two. I could have had three. Because they're really, really good. Yeah. Even I gave a sip to Jess. So and she I, liked it? Oh, my God, yeah. And she hates bourbon. And she can't stand bourbon. Wow. So I came home and started Googling, you know, and so I'm in the process right now of creating my own apple cinnamon infused bourbon. It's actually very simple. I'm going to look at those kind of things over the course of years. So when it comes time for the holiday season, yeah. if I figure this out, I'm going to gift you your own bottle. Now, have you started this process yet? Just started the process yesterday. So you, you have your apples. Yep. Your apple cinnamon. Yep. And you're using a, a bourbon. Of I'm choice. using a bourbon. I'm going with four, you know, four seasons. Just be four, four roses, roses. Four, four roses. roses. Yeah. Just because if I don't do it right, I don't want to spend seventy dollars on a bottle of bourbon. Yeah. So I want to do, go somewhat reasonably, but it's six cinnamon sticks. It's six cut up apples. Huh. And it sits there for a couple weeks to infuse. So when will this be? Will this be ready by the end of the Bad to the Dad season eight? Uh, I expect this to be finished. Yes, we'll have it'll be ready because we have it'll, it'll take two weeks oh, for two it weeks. to infuse. Oh, so we got plenty of time. So we got plenty of time. So we could actually do a taste test on air. On air. And we should let Dan the Bourbon Man, remember uh, our guest Dan the Bourbon Man? You're always good at the, that little callback. You know, I was thinking about our guests and yeah. who might appreciate such yeah. things. I mean, he's a bourbon purist, so yeah. you may not appreciate the infusion of... You know, fruits and cinnamons, but you know, screw them. If you I'm just, I'm just thinking that there are many things that could happen. That this could be just like a new little hobby for me. Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. Um, can we pivot just for a sec? You just did. Men's health. I was talking about men's health and food. Yes. So uh, this week, and then we'll get to our guest. This week, uh, let me back up. I have this habit, you know, of when my wife is watching a television show that mm -hmm. she's highly invested in. Mm -hmm. I walk in halfway, mm -hmm. and I stand there at an angle, yeah. taking it all in. She's halfway through the show, and of course, I have to come in and ask 20 questions. 20 questions. Right. Yeah. Catch me up on yes. stuff, right? Yeah. Because What show is this? I'm just curious. All right, so I, I think this is Chicago Fire. You know how NBC oh, yeah, has yeah. all these Chicago shows. they got the Fire, fire the they PD, got the PD, yeah. the, the Chicago Men. Men and I'm yeah. sure there's like a, a Chicago coffee shop yeah, show in there, absolutely. because these people have to have a drink the, somewhere. Yes. 
So in this particular episode, there is a couple, mm-hmm. and they're having trouble conceiving a okay. child. And the reason is is because the the guy, his uh, swimmers aren't swimming, right? His, uh, his, I don't know if he's firing blanks or whatever. I haven't gotten to that question to Michelle yet. Gotcha. Like, what's, what's wrong with this guy? So, by yeah. okay. so and it happens, and we know we know it happens, uh, you know, to, to to many people. I'm sure we have friends, and there's no shame in that. So, the, uh, the this character, this uh, you know, fathered father, this guy who wants to to be a father, he asks one of his fireman friends, "Hey, would you be the sperm donor?" Oh, uh, because apparently I got know, my, my sperm just ain't getting it done. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know how it ended. I don't know what kind yeah. of decision this other fireman made, but apparently this is a you know a strapping guy. He's yeah. strong. He's handsome. Yeah. I don't know what his brain power is, but I know that people who choose a sperm donor they have this criteria. They go in through mind. and hope that somehow yeah. match it. They get an Aaron Judge. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's easy retirement for yes. everybody. So um, it then you know occurred to me that this might be a good topic for Bad to the Dad. So if somebody approached you, mm-hmm. coach, for you to be a sperm donor because a a couple mm-hmm. is having trouble getting mm-hmm. pregnant because of, of the motility of mm-hmm. the sperm, would you do it? See, see, I'm a giver. Oh, so you're not even thinking twice about it. You're well, not thinking, hey, give me the weekend to think about it. Well, I would obviously have some conversations. Yeah. Um, but my feeling is, is you know, if someone wants to do that, why not? You know, it would be a mitzvah. It it would be it's it's almost like are you well, saying you wouldn't? You know I um, Michelle it, Michelle is sort of the same way. She looks at this very biologically. Like you know it's you're giving the seed. It's yeah it's 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 your DNA mm-hmm. certainly, but you're helping out a family it's, that would like to conceive a child. I'm telling you, if I was in dire straits for money, yeah. I'd go shoot a load and just get my, get paid yeah, for it. Yeah, but so. this isn't about the economics. This no, but I'm saying so knowing that. that knowing that if you dropped your proverbial load, yes, and the the woman in that couple mm-hmm. was able to conceive, you basically have half of a mini Randy walking around. Uh, and I gotta tell you, and I'm I'm being honest. Yeah. I'm told my kids are somewhat pretty good. They're they're smart. They're they're attractive. The only challenges I have to let be heads up is. They, they all have some kind of mental health issues, so that that had to be full disclosure. I mean, right. because I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a nutbag. You want to lay all the case. facts out of the table. <laughs> you know, right? that, yeah. that's true, and they'll most likely want to help people and not mm-hmm. necessarily want to make a lot of those, money. Those are you know, those so there's some other things. There's some element of athletics there. Uh-huh. You know? They're not going to be you know a you know they're not going to Ivies. But they will go to college. Who cares? They're expensive, right? But. But they will be somewhat athletic. Yeah. Uh, but so you, be, so you would do it. You uh, you you, you, I, as you long feel as my, like there's a sense of altruism there. You you want to give. You want to help a family. If I had a situation this way and I came to you because of my situation, would you yeah. do it for me? Probably, probably. Because but but our relationship is different. Well, in the TV show, aren't they buddies and everything else? Yeah, I guess. You know, it, it yeah, does pose some point. interesting ethical components. Would you or would you rather have some random? Let me ask you a question. Yeah, you just did. Would you, would you have a relationship with this child? That would be. Would you be like Uncle Randy? Well, Uncle Coach Randy. Well, excuse me. If for the, uh, you know, or the clothes, I'd imagine there'd be something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a wonderful question that you posit, and uh, I just think for some people, the world is so messed up. Now, the other thing is. I don't know if I'd want to bring another child into this world right now. Uh, yeah, so I, I know a lot of people who are like, oh, the world is hell. Right, but... Why would I want to do that? But I do, well, maybe your child can make the world a better place. In, in all tr- in, uh, and for full disclosure, there was a time uh, when, uh, you know, we just celebrated our 20th anniversary when Jess and I were talking about... Uh, I knew that we got, when we got married, she wanted to have kids. Um, and I remember at one point, uh, I was like, you know, we, we just don't have enough money, mm-hmm. right? We just, you know, we just don't have enough money, blah, 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 blah. So we need to hold off. And I remember uh, I was very concerned uh, about um, this. And then, of course, my brother passed away, Mm. right? And in that moment, things have been going so bad in my life. I said, you know what? I want some kind of joy. I want to bring some kind of happiness to the world in which we live. Um, And there's no greater sensation than being able to watch, you know, your wife, you know, watch the body inside. You can't watch it. And I thought, to be able to bring that kind of joy into someone's life, to because to have some really 
really great feelings. I'll yeah. never forget that. It transformed our life. Obviously, you know, uh, Michaela came along and, and, sure. and we had Bree. But there's so, so few pleasant surprises and really good things right now. To be able to provide that gift to somebody, I think that'd be something worth doing. Okay. So let the bad to the dad sperm donation debate begin. All right. Email us, contact us at badtothedad.com. Again, contact us at badtothedad.com and let us know if you would be a sperm donor for a family in need or DM us on any of our social media no, platforms. Again, at why don't, you, to the why don't you put up a, a I don't want to put it up on social media. Put a poll up would, on social Would you media. be a sperm donor? And maybe we should have a dad who is a sperm donor who is either a dad by way of donation yeah, yeah. or is now a... Uh, a dad well you know first in, of all we do know in actuality i mean i have a very you know close friend um who um used uh in um a surrogate sexual surrogate yeah so we do know that there was an egg right that right. wasn't so um i think it's a great question i think it poses a interesting dilemma you always come up with such great things to talk about yeah sometimes again these things just fall into your lap yeah and unfortunately for michelle she'll never be able to watch a show in peace again <laughs> but at least i'm able to come up with fodder for bad to the yeah. dad coming up on the podcast we've got jeff fiance he is mr boo daddy we're going to talk a little bit about his new album daddy skeleton that's coming up next on bad to the dad keep it here hi everyone adam d here you know, the North Jersey counties of Essex, Union, and Morris have become very popular because of their competitive school system, great parks, civic living, but the housing market has gotten red hot. So if you're planning on moving to these counties, you're going to want to have somebody on your side, a real strong advocate that knows the market and lives here too. And that is Idan Karen of the Stan K team, the top 1% of realtors in the area. You want to reach out to Adon, he is going to take care of you. You can contact him by phone at 516-730-4726, or you can find him on Instagram at Adon.realtor, that's I-D-A-N.realtor on Instagram. Adon Karen from the Stan K team. You can't go wrong. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Social media, we know you love it. We know you love the Bad to the Dad social media platforms. And if you haven't seen them yet, you can visit them at Bad to the Dad. That is our handle on most platforms. Of course, we have a website, and that is badtothedad.com, where you can learn a little bit about your guests, a little bit more about your hosts, and you could even download every episode of the podcast to date if you're not one of those folks who wants to download your podcast from Apple or Spotify or all those other streaming platforms. We'd love to hear from our listeners. We'd love to hear from our guests and you can also communicate with us. Email is a pretty good way to do that. Contact us at badtothedad.com once more. That's contact us at badtothedad.com. And if you think email is so last decade, we understand. And if you just want a quick and deadly DM, you can do that as well. Just DM us from any of our social media platforms and we'll be happy to respond in less than seven to 10 days. Coach, thrilled be. about our guest. This guest, this guest has so much in common with us. First of all, he's living in Denver where you used to the be Broncos, from. Even though they suck yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't the best last night. Wasn't the guy last, the last six games. I got to say the last couple of Monday night games were, it was a little bit of doorknob humping. If, uh, if I may be so bold as to say. Wait, they stop being on national television. It's embarrassing. <laughs> yes. It's, it's not good. It's not a good look for them. It's not a good look for them. And uh, he's also a, a leadership development coach and he has some other talents. Uh, he goes by Mr. Boo daddy as his nom de art. And he just released a Halloween album for kids called daddy skeleton so again, Mr. Boo Daddy is the name that he goes by artistically, but we're going to call him Jeff Fiennes today. Hi, Jeff. Welcome to Bad to the Dad. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Love the intro. 
Good thing I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan and not a Broncos fan. That's been ugly watching the Broncos. But uh, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to yeah, talk you to you. You got beat pretty bad by the Eagles. I'm just saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't that wasn't any better the other day. But, but they put up <laughs> a better fight than, than most teams against yeah, the Eagles. So. Yeah, the Eagles, yeah. Are, the Eagles are running hot, so it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> we always say it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And exactly. you know, we live in the New York area, so there's a lot of Giant fans that hope that's the case, where the Eagles eventually <laughs> burn out by – by week eight or nine, but hey, yeah. Philadelphia fans, we love you too. So it, whatever happens, happens. But Jeff, looking forward to learning a little bit more about you. Really excited about this album, and uh, we're going to play a track from it uh, a little later on. But you know, I mentioned all the different commonalities that the three of us have, and you know, you're a leadership development coach. You know, I do, I, I do a little uh, LinkedIn stalking when we book guests, and I saw that. <laughs> wow, you're you're in our world. So tell us a little bit about the leadership development coaching consulting firm that you have and who you help and what you do. Yeah, sure. So I, my niche, my specialty is around creative work. Mm -hmm. So I work with a lot of creators, entrepreneurs, and leaders leading change or looking to bring more creativity to their teams, ignite that creativity, develop their team's creativity and accountability. Um, so I kind of fell into that niche creativity has always been my number one value in life. And I started as a musician <laughs> long ago. And a lot of the leadership and collaboration and performance and practice and communication lessons, I learned a long time ago playing in bands and jamming and improv improvising with others and, and developing my guitar chops and creating music and performances. So I bring a lot of my experiences and, and perspective from music and collaboration and jamming into my creative coaching practice that's also infused with, um, I went to grad school at Claremont Graduate University, and mm -hmm. I did this positive organizational psychology program. And I ended up out there after a really, really shitty toxic job experience with the toxic leader. The environment was manage out of fear and anxiety. It was it was a sales role. Um, there wasn't any room for my own creativity, uh, just how it was led and there was no psychological safety and the collaboration wasn't there. Authenticity, inclusion, no, like it was mm -hmm. just a toxic workplace. And I was at a really low point in my life and I turned to my favorite book at the time and still my favorite book, Flow, The Psychology of Optimal Experience yep. by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Yep just looking for an answer to what to do with my life. And I saw you had this grad program out in Claremont, this positive psychology program, and they had an organizational psychology department there as well. So that it's, it's not really, you know, you think about it, it's not like, oh, just happiness, positive thinking is, I was really more interested in the creative, the creative thinking aspect. How do you bring creativity and innovation to the workplace and, ignite meaningful work and what does transformational leadership look like how do you go from good to great take a strengths-based approach mm -hmm. to that's a, to good title. that's a great book title you thought about a book title like that right <laughs> yeah good, good to great <laughs> yeah that's a, yeah i just came up with it <laughs> i'm just joking but uh of course shout out to jim collins but um yeah so i mean that really was interesting to me because my background was marketing and management undergrad able to combine my love of creativity and after this really low toxic workplace experience and it allowed me to integrate all my passions like how do I help people one be creative and bring out their creative strengths and talents and do innovative work how do I create work situations that people find purposeful and engaging and meaningful and tap into their strengths and where they're not feeling burnt out and and depleted and yeah, just just loved, just had the opportunity to study under my favorite author and, you know, scientific philosopher and, and learn And you nailed about... the pronunciation of his name, which not many yeah. people can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I studied under him. He was great. He was like a mad genius. And so, yeah, all these much, things. Did you spend much time learning about Seligman? Yeah, I mean, he, he was out on the East Coast. Yeah. So Seligman and Chick Semihai, they were the OGs. They were the founders of positive psychology. 
So different camps. I never met Seligman. I'm not sure so about their relationship. Departments, same company, separate departments. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, one's marketing, one's uh, operations. So. Sales and operations. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, it was interesting relationship maybe to see, or or lack of relationship even though they were co-founders don't really know all the details around uh that but um you know they're on good terms but yeah it was a great program it allowed me to kind of create my own methods and frameworks and so i got a job doing internal leadership development and performance management talent development at some creative marketing companies out in los angeles where I built my chops and built programs and coached from scratch. And then when the pandemic came around, I was mm -hmm. doing some coaching on the side, but, you know, <laughs> just like probably some people in your circles, their jobs, my job was eliminated. And I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? So I just went all in on my own coaching mm -hmm. practice. And uh, it's been really fun. It's been really engaging. It's been really rewarding ever since and um yeah, yeah that's kind of what yeah. i'm committed to now it's, it's uh it's it's great to work with a lot of creative people or people trying to be more creative and do more yeah. creative things yeah no that that's awesome and you know that we know that as your as your day job and your primary passion i'm sure there are books yeah. written about primary let's passion and about the real stuff. A, let's let's get down to <laughs> yeah let's get to the real stuff let's yeah. get down and daddy let's do it let's get down and daddy <laughs> Now, Adam introduced me as Beastie Boys, the, the 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 singer of the Beastie Boys. Now, I'm a big Beastie Boy friend. My daughter's learning about the Beastie Boys. How does one make the connection with what you do with kids about the Beastie Boys? <laughs> yeah, so the connection actually was this woman, Tess Taylor. She's the president of the National Association of Record or Recording Industry Professionals, NARUP. And so I've over the years, I've, I've been pitching my songs to different music executives and supervisors and going to these sessions that she hosts. And during one of them, she was like, hey, that's Beastie Boys for Babies. <laughs> and I was what a like, great and, Beastie yeah. Boys for Babies. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's perfect. like that out there. There's not, <laughs> nothing that, that kind of style of rap and hip hop and like. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. perfect. I couldn't, I mean, I didn't come up with my son, but when she said it, it was like, gotta use it. That's the, that's the tag. That's the, the uniqueness. That's, you know, how to present it that peaks, the curiosity and the intrigue. <laughs> and it fits, it fits. Like a lot of my influences, I have eclectic influence. So number one influence all time, Jimi Hendrix. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a guitar player primarily. So I grew up idolizing him and Stevie Ray Vaughan and a bunch of other, you know, crazy guitar players and jazz and funk and blues and rock. And, but I also really loved funk and uh, hip hop. And, you know, I was in all these different bands growing up from pop bands to country bands, played with a lot of hip hop artists in Dallas. And one of my favorite bands of all time is Rage Against the Machine. So I love that energy. They're and touring just, again. Yeah, I, well, they. I think um, their singer broke his foot again. He hurt himself, like on stage, right? Yeah, I think. He, yeah, they may. I think he just called it off. Uh, actually, maybe last week or so. It was really disappointing. But so they were touring. Again. <laughs> yeah, they were about to go touring again, and then he had some health issues, which yeah, was don't don't too get bad. old. Yeah, you know, <laughs> especially when you're a rock star. So yeah, is exactly. this is, is this uh, Daddy Skeleton your first album? No, I've done a bunch. So my son, he's about not a bunch. I've done a handful. I've um, so my son's going to be four, the end of December this year, and essentially when he was born, as a way to rekindle my own musical passion and musical chops and creativity, and have some fun, and because the kids music out there was just driving me crazy as a musician. And, and then I was like, wow, this, there's gotta be something better. I can make something better. I can do something different at least an original and have fun. When he was born, I started writing songs about his funny moments and experiences. Like uh, there's, I had a song called Phantom Poop, which is all about, you know, you think your little baby has a dirty diaper 
<laughs> it smells like it. You take them to the changing table. You open up the diaper, nothing's there. It's a phantom poop. <laughs> so I was just documenting. Been there, Adam D. Been there. Phantom poop. <laughs> yeah. This is real world stuff here. This, this is, is the real world kind stuff. of thing that yeah. parents go through on a daily exactly. basis. Yeah. So I so wanted then, to put my own. I've had phantom poop. I went to the bathroom, nothing there. <laughs> yeah, it still happens to adults. Yeah, I, I feel you. I think happens. we did an episode about it. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe that should be our episode yeah. of today. Phantom <laughs> poop daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just said, uh, so I committed. And when I, once I started doing it, I wanted to make sure I was committed to it. So I had the commitment of creating at least one album every year of his life uh -huh. until he got old enough to say dad you got to stop making songs about me. You're, you're embarrassing me like you can't do this anymore <laughs> so i've done um, a handful i have one about his first year experiences have an album called patch your belly like a hippo some uh, jamming funky songs on it i have a song album called trash truck mm -hmm. and trash truck i think is where is really yeah, it's where like, this, like brass monkey yeah, like Trash Truck, <laughs> Trash Truck is, I think, where this BC Boys for Babies style really culminated because around this time, he was about 18 months going to two years old-ish, and so he was getting more rebellious, he's having more determination, he was being more stubborn, and so when I'm writing these songs, it's, I wanna, I'm trying to capture them from his perspective, right, like how does he see the world in these experiences? like that rawness, that authenticity. So naturally that song is very hard driving, kind of hip hop beats, uh, some rapping kind of hooks and, and lyrics and um, just earworms that get stuck in your head. And that's that's kind of how my voice is too. I'm not an amazing singer. I'm more mm -hmm. raspy or bluesy or, or spoken word-ish is how it comes out. Um, but yeah, that's really kind of where that style developed. Yeah. And then yeah, some other albums like No Bear Popos on the Couch came out earlier this year. No Bear <laughs> then, Popos? Yeah, No Bear Popos on the Couch. Okay. So, <laughs> and then this one, Daddy Skeleton, is a Halloween album. This is my most recent. No Bear Popos, that means don't sit naked on the couch in, in some way. Yeah, so he... Don't put, your bear, don't put your bear, bear butt on the couch, right? Yeah, exactly. How did you give me that one out, Adam D? What was it called? <laughs> well, you were giving me the sign language, Randy. I was just following your cues because I okay. know that. So I want related to, 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 to poop or the posterior is really more your wheelhouse. and <laughs> just you know, need credit. I, I try to do everything from the neck up. So. Absolutely. Credit where credit yeah. is due. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so great, great repertoire. We want to learn a little bit more about Daddy Skeleton, but first the name. So we know your name is Jeff Fiennes. Yep. And uh, and that's the name you were given when you were born, Mr. Boo Daddy. So is is that the name that you've been using since you started recording? Yeah, that's been my artist name, my kids' music, BC Boys for Babies artist name. It actually, I don't know where it exactly came from. The first was using it as my high school AOL instant messenger name somehow. It's that just me and my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah me and my friend were in computer class just effing around. And yeah, it doesn't even mean anything. Definitely didn't mean anything to me at the time in high school. It just came out Mr. Boo Daddy. It was dormant forever. And then, you know, I think I used it as some logins here and there for different sites. And then I was like, what is my name going to be i didn't want to be just use my name because no one can pronounce my last name <laughs> and uh, i wanted it to be something different something almost like a persona i could slip into where like in the past making music was trying you know you try to be like this rock and roll rock rock star this deep lyric writer this profound lyricist and music creator but this time i just wanted to have fun i just wanted to be creative didn't want my face to be the brand or the face of the music. I wanted it to be fun and just thought, hey, this Mr. Boo Daddy, there's something there. I can create a character, this Mr. Boo Daddy ghost, this musical ghost, this rock and roll <laughs> ghost so, character. That... <laughs> so as you're talking, I'm thinking about, so how do you come up with the album? And how about, you know, the songs? Usually, you know, there's one song, two songs. 
How many songs are on the album? Yeah, so Daddy's Skeleton, there's six songs. So I, I got the idea and I got it percolating last year around Halloween season just because my son, last year it was first time he really got the idea of Halloween and everything happening around it. He finally got to go trick-or-treating in person and dress up and see everyone else dressed up. And, and he was just obsessed, just pumped about everything Halloween. He thought it was so fun. And the way my creative process works, a lot of times just song ideas and hooks just pop in my head when I'm playing with my son, when I'm doing something with him. So just these ideas came up for a few of these songs, just the hooks or titles, capture them in my voice memo uh, app on my phone, and then I'll just develop them and be goofy and silly and, and uh, sing them to him and see what's sticking and what's not. And so these six songs, they made the cut, they have a stamp of approval from concept to completion. He makes some appearances on there, some screams and, and, uh, and some, uh, his little voice on there. But yeah, I mean, like the, the first song, Aliens, 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 there's four aliens. <laughs> and we were just jamming in my room right here. I was playing guitar. He was strumming on my other guitar. And this was just coming up, like the repetition, the earworms there. And then I asked him what the aliens were doing. And he came up with some of these other lyrics. And then I just created the story around aliens visiting this kid to go trick-or-treating and they're having fun and but then there's a twist of events the chitari and thanos from <laughs> marvel show up my, my yeah. son is a fanatic superhero fanatic he's just plays with his little superhero figures all day coming with all these scenarios and he loves the chitari loves superheroes so had this surprise twist where the evil chitari and thanos come and then the kids and the aliens have to recruit the avengers and it's an epic battle for Halloween. You know, they have to save Halloween. And a lot of the times in my process too, I'm just trying to, like with kids' music, and I guess any music in general, you try to keep things interesting. You're trying to throw in surprises and twists to capture their attention. You don't want to just keep things too stale or too long. Like you need a lot of elements that are popping out. So that was that one. And then song about ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> Poison like, Ivy. Can't go wrong with ninjas. You Nin ninjas Haya. Ninja Haya. Yeah. We were playing ninjas one day and the hook got in my head and just developed it and wanted to make it also uh, just kind of about deliberate practice and effort and persistence and <laughs> resilience and just made a story around that, just a silly story and with some sound effects. I think ninja is probably my son's. Yeah. Ninjas, ninja and aliens. Are, yeah, ninjas, are you got aliens, you got songs. you did Marvel and DC because you got the poison ivy. Yeah, uh, poison Dylan, ivy, right? Poison ivy was probably my favorite one to make and the most challenging. It was just uh yeah, for some reason, the backstory of my son, when we're playing superheroes, when I'm Batman and he's Superman or whoever we are, the big boss, the big supervillain at the top of the food chain is always poison ivy for some reason hmm. <laughs> even though like he doesn't have a poison ivy character just poison yeah. ivy is in one story like one little five minute story in one of his books but somehow she's always at the top level above thanos above ultron above the joker <laughs> and i wow. just thought it was so funny it's like what why poison ivy i think it has something to do with kissing the mind control the mind control thing turning and it makes you it's like crazy it makes you it's yeah like crazy. <laughs> it makes you itch like crazy <laughs> and so something about it like he just fixated and i thought it was so funny well, maybe he likes a powerful woman too you know yeah i think he likes a powerful woman adam d loves <laughs> powerful women as a matter of fact he goes I up do. And it's, you know it yeah makes it makes woman. my life easier you know exactly. when there's a powerful woman around exactly thank you, you ma'am i have another Thank you. You don't have to make many decisions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so Jeff, yeah. I like this. I like this concept uh, about uh, poison ivy, and we're talking to Jeff Fiennes, uh, aka Mr. Boo Daddy. Just uh, released an album on Spotify called Daddy Skeleton. How about we give the listeners a taste 
uh, this album with, with Poison Ivy. What do you think? I love it. Let's go for it. All right, here's the cut Poison Ivy off the album Daddy Skeleton right here on Bad to the Dead. album daddy skeleton jeff fyans our guest mr boo daddy is the name he goes by what what a lot of fun uh and it was so cool hearing the creative process and the why of of what in, what went into that song as yeah. we're hearing it you know it was um it was really good to kind of get the liner notes before we actually heard the song so is that your mm -hmm. son's favorite song as well he he loves that i think it's a toss-up between that one ninja and aliens 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 like he loves the action from those he likes the other tracks too um but those just because he loves he's a very active physical guy and he loves superheroes and adventure those those uh those three definitely stand out but he know he knows the lyrics to all the songs and <laughs> it's really cute to hear him mm -hmm. singing them in the car or just while he's playing off in the living room by himself so it's, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun and if other really... kids want to hear this music they can go to spotify is that pretty much the main source yeah spotify they're on spotify they're on apple music oh. they're on amazon music so i'll i'll send you the links to to those uh yeah you can listen anywhere mm -hmm. it's streaming i think they're also on youtube uh as well so what are some things outside of singing songs to make your kid laugh and goof and everything what are some things you'd like to do with uh as a dad as a family man yeah so we like to do a lot of just different family adventures we live in colorado so we spend a lot of time outside hiking and exploring uh, in the mountains around creeks uh, just just there's a lot of beautiful nature around us my son's in soccer and swim lessons and 
and having a lot of fun doing that. So we're, I'm always playing soccer with him and helping him develop his skills and practice and, and have fun with that. But uh, really, we try to get out, try new things, different food, different places, go to different cities, go around us, check out a lot of different local events, farmers markets, festivals, things. Where, um, where exactly in Denver do you live? I'm in between Boulder and Denver in Westminster. Westminster. Oh, yeah. Westminster. yeah. <laughs> That's, that is the uh, mini semi, the Silicon Valley of uh, the Denver Boulder metro area. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love it out here. So we, we do a lot of that. Um, my son on Friday nights, we have burger nights. So he'll help me make burgers and mushroom truffle burgers, just a little... <laughs> That is a a Denver, Colorado thing. Uh, A a, a truffle (laughs) burger. You can't just have a regular burger. You have to have a truffle burger. Well, I got to get the recipe. So, Jeff, you had sent this to me when I asked for recipes. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. From the dad dad to the dad listening community. And that was one of the first ones that I got. I love the fact that you say Friday night is burger night. And you're not getting burgers from a burger place like a Five Guys, nothing against Five Guys. But you're doing it as a family event. Yeah, yeah, it's just a family ritual. We put on some music and we just have fun. We joke around. We get cut up the mushrooms and sweet potatoes, get the burgers ready. He helps me spice them up and uh, put them in the skillet. And yeah, we're just playing around the whole time. It's, it's you got to do a song about cutting up the mushrooms. Cutting up yeah, the mushrooms. I do. A fungus among us. Yeah. You got to cut yeah. up the fungus among us. Have a. Well, I'm DJ Ad Rock, right? Yeah, yeah that's, I like I'm that. the, playing the DJ Ad Rock role. These two yeah. guys reference. Yeah, actually, Funny. actually, do have a song called Burger Boy on my last album. Oh, okay, about there the whole go. experience. <laughs> so it's so, been yeah. done. It's been done. Yeah, we we had that documented, mm-hmm. but yeah, we do that every Friday, and then yeah, I'm, it's really awesome. My son, he's really into music. We, he's always strumming on some guitars, or we have a little kitty drum set that he bangs on in the garage, and a little keyboard thing that he's that he that he enjoys and um yeah just recently he wants to kind of play guitar with me like i'll grab a guitar and he's grabbing a guitar and he doesn't know anything yet of course i'll, I'll teach him when he gets a little older but is he uh it's just like fun bang on his drums all day he does <laughs> he would he's non-stop he's how about and then there's this oh, go ahead any sleep till brooklyn I love that song, and um, I don't think I played that particular song for him. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, he's 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 in the music. We have these different music books. He loves the Run DMC Aerosmith collaboration. Yeah, he that's one of his favorite songs. He loves Mick Jagger, especially this "Sympathy for the Devil" live. Uh huh. Guns and Roses. You get him into Guns and Roses yet? He likes some Guns N' Roses. He he likes all that stuff. Just a heavy, hard hitting drums. Not not too much Rush. Not too much Get Rush. Get him into Rush. <laughs> Get him into Rush, especially if he wants Rush to become great. a drummer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that was yeah. my band growing up. I've seen them only thirty times. So. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they're a great yeah. band. Great drums. Great great musicality. But yeah, so like he, yeah, he loves all types of music, and so. We listen to a lot of different things. We talk about it. He's jamming around on it. Uh, so yeah, we have a lot of fun doing doing that as well. So we're having a great time here with Jeff Fiennes, also known as Mr. Boo Daddy. Again, the album is Daddy Skeleton, which can be found on a variety of different platforms wherever you find music. And we recommend that you go out and take a listen. Um, it needs to purchase money. the album, right? It's an album available for purchase, right? Yeah, I mean, the best way to consume it is just stream it. And stream just, it. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, and YouTube, 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 YouTube well. channel? You, I don't have a, a visual YouTube channel yet, so that's something maybe we'll work on this next year. No, I've, just, I've just heard it's like some kind of new kind of social media piece. All the cool kids are using it now. They have a channel. <laughs> One day it will catch on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a, a TikTok thing for my music, but it's, it's basically the same thing as my Instagram yeah. Uh, as well, TikTok's a little too crazy for me. I just have someone kind of post the things I do on Instagram on there. The animations. I love the Instagram <laughs> because you have all these great animations that essentially act out the lyrics of yeah. your songs. 
Yeah, so yeah. That's fun. So I try to do that. Yeah, Instagram is a great place to connect with me personally and see some behind the scenes, get a view of my son's personality and the fun stuff that we do together, the funny things that he does and how they inspire some of the songs I make. Uh, so yeah, feel free to connect with me on do there. You like, and, do you have a lot? Of, do you have like a lot of roadies? And you know, they kind of follow you as you go around <laughs> and travel on tour. Yeah, no, not yet. Not yet. Because uh, Randy's volunteering. Because yeah. I'll, I'll I'll love to be the, the, the president of your fan club. <laughs> I've done that yeah. before. It's as you're performing that. at shopping malls and Chuck E. Cheese's <laughs> around the land. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it, Randy. Cool. <laughs> so, Jeff, you know, you give advice for a living, right? Professionally. Yeah. And we have this final segment in our interviews on Bad to the Dad called Dadvice, advice for dads. You're involved in so many really interesting things. It sounds like you got a, a great little boy that you're raising. What advice do you have for other dads that are listening on Bad to the Dad? Yeah. So I think one takeaway that would want people to think about is if you're not already deliberately thinking about this, especially if your kids are younger, um, you know, in their early developmental years, if you're not thinking about how to develop your kids' creativity intentionally and what you can do and how you can influence that and nurture that, I would definitely encourage you to bring that to the forefront of your attention. So I'll share an article with you guys and the listeners that I wrote around like five ways to nurture your child's creativity. But probably the one of the most important takeaways on how to nurture your child's creativity is as a father or a parent, whoever's listening, like to role model that for yourself, right? Like do something for you, bring out your own creativity, the something you want to do, not something you feel like you should do or have to do, something authentic or original to you that taps into your strengths and curiosities, a project, a hobby, uh, a side hustle, whatever it is, bring that out and role model that, make that happen for yourself because your kids are going to see you putting in the effort, staying focused, being disciplined, being resilient, uh, just coming up with original ideas, being yourself. All these things are important for your kids to see you do, right? If you're not doing these things, it's harder for your kids to develop these positive qualities uh, themselves. So creativity for your kids. Think about how you can bring that out. There's an article you can, that I'll share with you guys mm -hmm. that you can read yep. more about. Yeah, we'll tips, but, but the role modeling thing, I think, is big. And I'm passionate about this creativity, I, I believe, is like now and especially in the future, almost this meta skill, right? Not It's not only going to bring your kids more success like professionally, but also more personal enrichment and fulfillment in their lives that they can infuse their creativity into everything they do. The right brain world, Jeff. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and also they're like creativity. It's not, it's not just about the right brain. It's, it's about kind of the full brain integration is about mm. that um, doing something different, doing something original not just the status quo, but adding new value, creating new value, putting your own spin on things to making to make them more meaningful or innovative to or valuable to yourself or an audience or, or some customer or client, whatever. So that's that's what I would hope people to think about uh, in terms of dad advice. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's that's some really really good stuff. And you know, we had a lot of creative people on, but I don't know if uh, the dads who run in the creative space went into that kind of detail about nurturing your child's creative energy so um you know a lot of mileage there and we thank you for that and we thank you for being on bad to the dad just one more time all the different ways we can find you jeff yeah sure so my personal professional website jefffyans.com my music, Mr. Boo Daddy, streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you listen to your streaming uh, songs. Instagram, Mr. Boo Daddy. And then I'll link this creative parenting article for yeah. anyone interested in, in practical tips and suggestions and strategies that you can uh, 
do to nurture your kid's creativity. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if you're looking for Jeff Fiennes on the web, that's Jeff Fiennes spelled F-A-J-A-N-S, just like it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> dot com. Exactly. Just like it sounds. <laughs> Jeff Fiennes, exactly. also known as Mr. Boo Daddy. Again, Daddy Skeleton, Daddy Skeleton on your favorite music streaming platforms. Go on and get it just in time for Halloween. Play it in the background as the kids come up and do their trick-or-treating. They could add a really fun element to your Halloween day and night. Jeff, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for being on Bad to the Dead. Thanks, guys. Had a lot of fun talking with you. Appreciate it. (laughs) We are Bad to the Dead. Download us wherever you find podcasts. Hi, everyone. Adam D. here. You know that Bone Daddy logo that graces all of our social media accounts and some of our swag, too? That is the work of Berman Branding, led by Becky Berman. Becky does a phenomenal job with graphic design. She knows her way around a website, but she does so much more. She's also a web strategist and can help your business, small, medium, or large, have a much stronger presence. She'll give you some great ideas as to how to Get your brand in front of the eyeballs of your target audience. So visit Becky's Instagram site at Berman Branding. You can also check out her website, www.bermanbranding.com. It's Berman Branding for all of your graphic design, web design, social media, and marketing strategies. Berman Branding. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Again, want to thank our sponsors, Berman Branding, led by Becky Berman, marketing, web design, graphic design. You know that Bone Daddy logo? Yeah. That Bone Daddy logo featured on our social media campaigns mm-hmm. and on our website. Yeah. That's her. That is Berman Branding. They design that and all the variations that you see from season to season. Imagine what she can do for you. And then, of course, we have Idan Karen, realtor with the Stan K team. Top 1% of realtors in northern New Jersey. So if you're moving to the area and you're thinking about Essex, Morris, or Union counties where the school systems are great, where the parks are great, where the eating is just... I mean, look, Coach told you mm-hmm. about the meal that he had for his anniversary. Uh, you could be right near that that delicious <laughs> meal, that restaurant. So idan.realtor, idan.realtor on Instagram. That's where you can find Idan. And remember, Idan is spelled I-D-A-N-N. I-D-A-N. Again, Idan.realtor. I want to thank Jeff Fiennes, a.k.a. Mr. Boo Mr. Daddy. Mr. Boo Daddy. Wish him luck on his album. We heard that, the Poison Ivy oh song. Oh, my God. That How song is rocking. It's a rocking song. It's a rocking song. And I, I totally get the whole Beastie Boys yep. element. Yeah. So if you're looking for fun kids' music for Halloween, maybe you play it while the kids are trick-or-treating. If you're having an apple-bobbing party... Mm-hmm. Put on Jeff Fiennes, Mr. Mm-hmm. Boo Daddy, Daddy Skeleton, yeah. Daddy Skeleton. <laughs> Check it out, download it, play it. I think you'll have a lot of fun. And so. we'll post a couple of web links on the uh, on the website. Yeah, and he's he has this uh, amazing article about parenting with creativity and yeah. how creativity is so important for your kids, especially their development. So that is coming very soon on our social media platforms. And again, that is at bad to the dad now coach we semi-promised yes our listeners a poem yes written by your lovely and delightful wife jessa jessa mm-hmm. nathan mm-hmm. who is a magnificent writer especially creative writer oh she's so good and this was about your anniversary which this was, was just this past week correct so i'm going to give a dramatic reading if it's okay with you please um now should we be playing soap opera music in the background or should we just <laughs> Just let it breathe. You know, maybe I'll drop it in. Maybe I'll drop in. We'll see. Maybe something from Mr. Boudet. <laughs> exactly did, right? <laughs> so uh, this was written. And the thing about Jess is... Does she, she needs know to you're be doing this, by the way? She doesn't know I'm reading it. Oh, perfect. Let's, yeah, she doesn't know I'm reading going. it. This is going to be a surprise. Um, but she's an incredible writer. Like She writes blogs. She writes all these things. And I, she, she has the gift of writing. I wish. I've been trying to write certain books... For the past years. Why don't you have her ghost writing for you? You know, that's funny you say that. This came up, didn't This it? came up last night. Uh-huh. This came up last night because I said, you need to ghost write for me. Because I want, I want 
to speak. She goes, she goes, I want to speak. I go, you don't have to speak. Just ghostwrite. Yeah. All right? She's got a, a great idea for books for teachers. Um, and so I think, I think we've got something. I think we've got something. Um, so this is what she wrote, you know, and she has an idea. She gets it. And then she kind of just flows out of her mouth. Yeah. So it begins, 10-20-2002. That's the day we said, I do. The venue was filled with those that we love, while those that had passed watched from above. The odds were against us. In fact, they still are. There weren't very many that thought we'd make it this far. <laughs> you came as a package with a daughter and son to a door. Then together we added two girls to create our own Fab Four. We shouldn't have worked. Our paths shouldn't have crossed. But if he had given up, imagine what would have been lost. Our home is overflowing with laughter and noise. We've made incredible memories doing things we enjoy. It hasn't always been easy, and we faced our share of pain. And yet, despite it all, your love would never wane. Yes, you make me crazy. And yes, you make me laugh. But I guess it's what it means to find your other half. So 20, 20 years later, as I reflect, reflect on what we've done, there's no question in mind that you're my only one. Happy anniversary. I love you. Dude, right? A lot of talent there. There's the legit talent. A lot talent. of talent. And I, I read it, and I, I, I smiled, I laughed, I even teared. I like the, uh, as you should, yeah. because it's very poignant, but I think it's also a very entertaining poem. And I like her, her rhyming scheme. It, it is just... And it's just, she just found all the right words and captured so the story of you yeah, and so us. well. You know what Jess should really do? Mm -hmm. She should farm out her services to people who have anniversaries or weddings, charge a couple of bucks to actually well, write invitations in poetry listen, form. Listen, I, I don't I don't disagree with you. She just I'm like, think about the money. Think about the money. I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, I just don't I just say da, 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 but, I have to find inspiration. But not even that, but think about the the differentiation that you that you will provide I know. to a couple, to a family on their special day. Listen, I all I can say is harumph. <laughs> and I'll give you a harumph too. And listeners, we'll give you a harumph. Thanks for listening and have a great week.